Welcome to Advantage Insight. Thanks for listening, everyone. My name's Wayne. And today, we're going to talk about something a little bit different. Um, we don't talk much about rules on this on the show because we talk more about the feel and some of the ideas that we have, um, though we obviously we have talked about house rules before. So today, um, Alex can't be with, uh, isn't on the show today. So instead, I decided to replace Alex with Alex. So I'd like everybody to uh, welcome Alex D'Amico. Hello. <laughs> so Alex and I have actually played D&D together since like two th- the year 2000 or so. Yeah, one third edition came out. Yeah, one third edition came out. And Alex and I are actually going to go through and we're going to talk about some of the rules. Specifically, we're going to talk about the Unearthed Arcana uh, players options that have been out and have been kind of the focus um, the few previous months, like the end of 2015, sorry, end of 2016 and the beginning of 2017. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through some of the, the good, the bad, uh, some of the highlights and some ideas and thoughts we've had about this. Um, just so you know that we don't have any inside information. It's not like we know that this is leading to something um, yet. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> but Alex is really, really good with the rules. He, he's, he, knows, he knows his stuff. And with that, I really want to have him on the show and just get some insights onto this that maybe I or um, the other Alex may not have insights into. So uh, why don't we dive in? We're going to focus mostly on the last... A few weeks of content. We have a, a, a document here called the Codex Unearthed Arcana. Um, I will find out exactly who made it at the end. Um, but they put together this really, really beautiful document, 110 pages of basically all the rules um, and all the Unearthed Arcana, printed it up a little bit. And we're going to use that as a reference. And we'll put them, I'll put a link in the show notes. So don't, why don't we start? What like overall, what was good in the last few weeks that we we got to see? Well, for me, the best parts of it have were actually Sorcerer and the Warlock stuff. Um, the Warlock just expanded a bunch of options. They obviously had a, a few things in there that you looked at it, it didn't make sense. But um, if you follow Twitter, the, the R&D and the D&D people on Twitter, they mentioned that yeah, this is a good thing to comment on if you like it or not. So, but overall, the warlock stuff, uh, expanding that with all the special blades, giving them a smite-like thing is very exciting to me because it's kind of what I wanted when I saw the, the warlock first come out. Came out, and there was the blade, the blade pact. It just the blade pact seems kind of non-consequential. You probably would never use it normally, but. With that coming with with those new invocations now, it looks it looks a lot more fun. Um, also, the sorcerer, uh, in particular the earth sorcery, I got to play it a little bit, and it was a lot of fun. It felt like I was an earth earth sorcerer. Like I got in there, people tried to hit me. I was covered in stone, and it was harder to hit. Uh, the particular mechanic there is the uh, the con. Instead of Dex, the con to AC, which I had thought about previously and just thinking about doing any other kind of design work. And it makes sense to me to, uh, as you're tough, you're, it's hard to break your skin and that kind of stuff. And that's your con. Anyway. Let's dive into that for a sec, because we've had this, this discussion before when, when we were first talking about this, before this had come out, like you had, you had come up with that, with that. And a lot of people, 
um, on Twitter and stuff like that are like, oh, this is a horrible departure and, and whatnot. So let's break down why this is, and I, I absolutely agree with you, why this is not as bad or as crazy as someone might think it is. Well, dexterity is a super stat. It affects attacks, it affects AC, it affects initiatives, it affects some of the best skills in the game, some of the most used skills in the game. Um, and the fact that it also the fact that it affects AC and everything else is crazy. Like it it's really hard to not have a good dex and something if you want to have any kind of if you want to play any kind of certain you know, certain I don't know, just a certain way. Like you can be the slow tanky guy or the fast, like nimble guy. So basically the heavy armor user or anybody else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And with the way Earth Sorcery has presented it, it is very good to it's very like you can have the kind of slow I'm I'm a stone elemental kind of thing and you, you can hurt you can hit me, but it won't take chunks out of me. I'm just tough. But I'm not fast, which I, lo- I really like. Like, um, like you don't have to worry about having really heavy armor class, all heavy armor all the time and whatnot. So, just so everybody understands the breakdown, I mean, dexterity does initiative, AC, um, one of the most used saving throws, um, multiple skills. Like, I think it's the second most used. Mm, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, bef- I think wisdom is. I think the most. Wisdom or charisma, I think, is the most used, yeah. and that's dexterity. Um, so, uh, and obviously with the taxes, damage. Um, so you've got a bunch of things that dexterity uses, but let's flip it onto the con- uh, constitution side. Hit points, right? And one of the most used saves, and some special saves, like um, concentration, which is basically just a save. So you can see that if you just shift AC from one to the other, you're not, you know, you're not power gaming um constitution like it's it's not like if you have a, a massive con it's going to do that much more than you have a really really high dex yeah and i mean it's really it's really like limited by the fact that you can't wear any any kind of armor you can have a shield which is great because then you can get your ac uh up to a decent level um but in point by your constitution is not going to be that super high unless you really focus on it but then you don't attack very well which right. most people will not do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the other thing is that constitution is not an attack stat for the, the sorcerer. It's not like strength or dex and it's not charisma. So you're, you're not attacking with, with that. So it's not a, a focused um, stat. But dexterity for, let's say, a rogue or a light armor, light weapon or finesse weapon user is their concentrated ability. So you're just you're getting a, a better attack and a better AC. As you bump, as you bump decks to twenty, yeah, it it just takes away uh, the mad multiple ability dependency of things. Um, when I was playing the Earth Sorcerer, I had my strength was my highest stat, and then I had I think Con was my next, and then Charisma was my third, just because I wanted to. I took the 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 blade spells, so because I, I wanted to go in and melee and hit things, and then I just exploded in, in earth in earth and stuff when I got into the middle of stuff and you know, hitting <laughs> allies, of course, but that's to be expected. So, those are some of the, the favorites. And um, what about the other ones? I mean, there are a couple of pretty big departures uh, from some of the stuff we knew. I mean, I know Mike Merles had basically come onto Twitter and say, "Hey, do you like you know quote unquote Oriental adventure stuff?" Well, here's a lot of here's some a bunch of new things you can see the samurai the the way of the kensai, 
um, a couple of those just like, hey, something new for you to take a look at. Uh, I really like the monk things. Uh, Way of the Kensai was very interesting. It, to me, wasn't like it wasn't overpowered. It, the mechanic to add the extra damage was a little strange. Um, but I I liked it overall. Like I could see the balancing act. You don't want to give them flurry with a great sword, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, they if they short sword in for the Kensai, is probably the best weapon because they get all the bonuses of the Kensai mm-hmm. and they get all the bo- monk bonuses. Mm-hmm. Um, the way everything's worded, anyway. And the Tranquility Monk was just really interesting. It's, it reminds me of the Vow of Peace from 3rd yeah. Edition, which I played and enjoyed <laughs> and died to a Ankeg yep. in 3rd Edition. 3rd level, I believe, right? Yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep, uh, something like that. Yeah, and then, so... Sorry, what was the other one? Um, well, oh, there's the some, Samurai. The Samurai. The, the fighter things, I was a little less um enthused about the samurai wasn't i i just didn't like it, it was an okay implementation but i think they were just trying a bunch of things there uh with the knight the samurai that kind of stuff mm-hmm. uh the arcane archer was very interesting um I'm not sure if i liked it i'd rather probably just play a regular archer and right. the sharpshooter it was just very strange because i guess it's there if you don't use feats because a lot of the abilities in the sharpshooter were just... Took directly from those feats. Yeah, were just directly from the feats. So I'm not sure that I like that. So not really inspired design. It's basically just removing yeah. your depend. I don't want to say dependency, but removing those feats from your list to take something else. But then you're not really focusing on the sharpshooter abilities. Yeah. You're and just I mean, getting them slowly. I mean, it also has to live up to the Battlemaster, which a lot of people really love. Mm-hmm. And you can make it a very effective sharpshooting archer yeah with that as well absolutely so what <clears throat> kind of going let's go the other direction what do you think was some of the worst stuff some of the stuff that just either didn't work or um, needs to go through another round of thinking before we get to it so the cleric domains i was really excited before i saw them because i really liked the way they have cleric domains it's absolutely I, all the clerics play very differently um they were just very i don't know i just wasn't i didn't like like them I, they were very the protection domain was very strange and not kind of mm-hmm. all over the place forge domain was like i thought was really cool however it doesn't scale very well so you get that plus one very early on and then not much else yeah it like, doesn't you do too much else yeah and then forget the grave domain was to <clears throat> You do a bunch of necrotic damage or something mm-hmm. as because you fight undead doesn't make much sense to me but it was it had some interesting mechanics in it um what else didn't uh, anything that you didn't like um well i i didn't i don't think i read them as much as you did um i kind of looked at them went through them I, I agree with the cleric domains um i think forge was the most interesting one the protection one just almost didn't make sense it just it felt very loose um and a lot of these obviously they're trying to use different implementations of different mechanics um which is which is cool don't don't get me wrong i think that's pretty cool but sometimes you're going too far afield like some of these are just going way too far afield and you're like i understand you're trying to test them but you're departing from some of the the set things that you you've said i mean i I said this when the first time i think the mystic came out and there was an attack was basically 
You don't attack their AC, you attack their intelligence. And I'm like, why are you departing so far afield? Like maybe you're testing and seeing how people like it, but why are you departing so far afield when you can just say you attack and yes, it's not as interesting as they make an intelligence saving throw, but intelligence is a weak stat as it is. <clears throat> Attacking them with an intelligence saving throw, that's, that's not bad. I mean, to have that as a, especially as a, a quote unquote cantrip or a consistent attack, that was pretty good. Um, I found that uh, the Warlock stuff, the Hexblade, and, and we had talked about this as well, the Hexblade felt more like what the Pact of the Blade or what we were hoping that Pact of the Blade Warlock was supposed to be. Like that was a, you know, like you said, I feel like the Pact of the Blade, you, you don't use it. You know, you're too dependent on too many different stats um, and plus armor and all this to basically get into melee and try to beat someone with it. Yeah, maybe you can fire a bow, but... Yeah. How much better is a bow than your Eldritch Blast? I mean, right? So, um, potentially a, a bit better. I, well, that's not true because you get four of them eventually. You just get to add your charisma and your dex eventually to to the moon bow or whatever it was. Right, right. Um, but like <clears throat> like a normal uh, a normal warlock, you know, pack the blade. They're not going to have um, some of the abilities that, that um, you know, just firing off Eldritch Blast. I mean, you can still use uh, Rod of the Pack Keeper and that kind of stuff. You can still get plus three to attack and whatnot. Um, I did like, uh, same as you, I, I did like the uh, Way of the Kensai for Monk. That was, uh, that's kind of the the Monk I kind of wanted to play. You know, now you're like, I have to multi-class to get all this stuff. Now I was like, that's kind of what I want to play. Um, so, yeah, I mean, obviously... The, the the surveys are still up. There's a lot of different opinions on that. And just to see uh, where does it come in, how does it work, is it will be kind of interesting. I guess the two things uh, that, well, one of them wasn't included in, in this thing, but the two things, the new Artificer and the Mystic. Um, what are your comments? Let, let's start with the Artificer. The Artificer, to me, was really, really interesting. It's not what I was expecting at all. Um, I like... I like the two specialties they have. The fact that you get it at first level is nice as well. Um, the uh, it's I didn't like when I thought of artificer. I didn't think of making it rogue. Is which is, which is basically what they did. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made it an arcane trickster essentially because their damage progression is the same as a rogue. Mm-hmm. And uh, they have a, bit, a few more spells, but they do it differently, obviously, because mm-hmm. they can infuse magic into into items and whatnot. So uh, overall, I really like it. One's a bag has a bag of tricks, and one has a yeah. gun. It's both <laughs> both of them fun. Both, both of them fun. Both of them interesting. Um, and what about the mystic? I know the mystic is from a previous thing. We were hoping. I know a lot of people were hoping to get the mystic during this kind of progression. Um, but you know, me personally, Synox is one of my favorite things in D&D or whatnot. Uh, so being able to use Psionics. So let's talk about the newer Mystic, not the, the first generation mm-hmm. one. Uh, I, I mean, I really liked the newer Mystic. Uh, obviously, some of the powers were very uneven or mm-hmm. whatever they were. Disciplines, Disciplines were very uneven. Uh, there was one, there's ones that basically one did something, the other did the same thing plus a few other things. And you were looking at them going, I'm not sure. I, I don't think two levels is enough of a gap to make one better or not. Uh, overall, I really liked it because you can make a, a melee kind of psionic and you can make a 
the Scion type Scion mm-hmm. guy too. Yeah, and now obviously we were hoping that <clears throat> we would see a see more of it, see the other like the way of the invisible hand. Like that's the one I really want to see. Um, but obviously we're not we're not going to see that quite yet. Um, so I do want to go into one thing. Um, basically, if you look at the Unearthed Arcana, there are out of this list of I don't know how many classes. We're just talking about the classes for now. There's only been three of those that have gone into a book, mm-hmm. right? So um, those went into um, Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide, which were the Rogue Archetype, the Swashbuckler, the Storm Sorcerer, and the the Undying Light, light uh, Warlock Patron. So out of all of these, I, I mean, I don't know if people think, oh, I hope we get this one with this. The, the percentages are pretty low. And I know the Storm Sorcerer changed quite a bit because they removed all those like quote-unquote bonus spells like what do you think what what do you think is how, speculate here with me why do you think those three made it in why do i think those three made it in um honestly i just think that that was their intention all the time i don't some of the stuff they might be testing mechanics other ones they just want the full class and see how people like it the the Storm Sorcerer, I like the Arnarthur Arcana one a lot more. <laughs> I mean, the bonus spells was a bit much, but I don't know. It, it it's missing something to me. That my my problems with the Sorcerer is that it, it missed a lot mm-hmm. initially in their initial release of stuff because uh, I liked one of the playtest versions where you basically became more and more like whatever your bloodline was, like mm-hmm. the dragon thing, as you used your spells up, and that was really cool to me. And it, it doesn't feel like when you're a dragon sorcerer, you're a bit scaly and that's it. You don't, you don't use your sorcery points to breathe fire or anything. They, right. they missed a, a big, I think they missed a big opportunity there to give you some, some special ability to use that uses sorcery points that only that, that subclass can do. So, yeah. And, and I remember that play test document as well, where you really got the feel of, I'm. This is my bloodline. I, I'm using sorcery points for something else other than just casting a meta magic spell. Don't get me wrong. Meta, a meta magic is is, is nice. Um, no one else can do it. But you pretty much everybody ends up doing twin banishment, and <laughs> you know, there's there's a couple spells you just end up twinning and and or yeah. quickening like, and that's pretty much it. So it it does feel like sorcerer is a little bit of one trick pony in terms of that. I mean, you're just gonna kind of do the same thing over and over again. Um, and that's how kind of how it felt in third edition as well. Like you just had that. I get a lot of spells. I I get a lot of castings. I don't get a lot of spells. I'm just going to keep using the same trick over and over again. Yeah. Um. So the other thing, the obviously the other uh, class that we we haven't talked about, um, and we've tried um, in our home campaign is the ranger, the revised ranger, and obviously this revised ranger is much more powerful. I, I feel a lot more powerful than. Um, the current ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be a little un- front loaded, but why don't we why don't we go through that? Because we've discussed this as well. Yep. So um, I mean, I played the first level of I had level one of a range that ranger for a while. Um, the bonuses, <laughs> the biggest bonus that came up all the time was the advantage to initiative. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. The advantage in the first round came up sometimes, but mm-hmm. I mean, the type of character I was playing was good at stealth, so it didn't. I could surprise them anyway, so it didn't mm-hmm. matter too much. Um, 
it is pretty front loaded though, but I do like it a lot better. It invokes a lot more of the images of what I think a ranger should be. Since Ranger was the first class I ever played, <laughs> and it was a, two, uh, a great sword-wielding Ranger, which I know isn't the most common, but it was a lot of fun in 2nd edition. Um, the And then the subclasses are great. Like the Beastmaster looks really interesting if you want to deal with another character, basically. Yeah. Yeah, so that's one of the things we discussed was there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, quite a bit of extra math, unfortunately, there. Um, and dealing with the second character and positioning with the second character. So they're, it's not all the same uh, commitment, right? It's not just, I learn a couple spells, I, I learn Hunter's Mark, and, and that's it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that seems to be a really, it seems to be like a really good class. Um, I'd like to see it refined a little bit more, but we do know that's coming. So when we mentioned the fact that there was, you know, three... Um, three things that made into Vol not Volo's guide into um, uh, Sword Coast Adventures guide. We obviously know there's one more coming. No matter what, there's the Ranger coming. Um, we don't know in what form whether it's going to be a public release. Um, no idea about that. But obviously, they're getting lots of feedback. That's a that's a, a big thing. Like that was obviously the Ranger was the consistently lowest selected class. And even though some people really liked it, and I know some people have not have analyzed. Oh, you do so much damage, or like. If you don't have Hunter's Mark, which is not part of the class, you don't do that much damage. I'm sorry if someone's like, oh, no, Ranger's overpowered because of the damage. You don't take Hunter's Mark, you don't get it. Honestly, Hunter's Mark is only good if you're a an archer with a bow. Um, because you don't. it's really hard to get on and then do all your damage. Because bonus actions are very valuable to Rangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially two weapon fighting rangers it's yeah. almost never worth getting a hunter's mark unless yeah. unless you have too, it up already yeah unless you have it up already or you're too far and it gets but if you're two weapon fighting it gets knocked off pretty consistently yeah because you're gonna get hit yeah. very often yeah so <clears throat> so for the people who are like oh rangers overpowered already um just so you understand like that's kind of how that's it, where your power is coming from that has never been my experience <laughs> They get they get swatted down very easily, like because their AC isn't as high. Mm-hmm. They uh, they don't usually value con as much, so mm-hmm. their hit points aren't as high necessarily. Mm-hmm. But this ranger, I actually want to play. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I used to play a um, the crossbow ranger, so crossbow expert ranger. So that was different because same thing. I, I wouldn't be so close, but I'd be getting three attacks around. You add hunter's mark. You add Colossus Slayer. Oh, no, I didn't use Colossus. I used the other one. The uh, Horde Breaker. Horde Breaker. So I'd usually get four attacks around, yeah. three of them. Yeah, so you end up doing a lot of damage. Yeah, you didn't use you didn't use Hunter's Mark that often. No. You, you, you mostly use Goodberry. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Which is quite useful as well. Yeah, and then Pass Without Trace. And yeah. The stone Spikes. Yeah, Spike Stone was fun. <laughs> yeah, Spike Stone. Right? Yeah. Um, so just... Like we're not going to belabor, belabor that point a lot, but so going forward, um, you know, a little bit of speculation, a little bit of um, just kind of going forward. What would you like to see come out in Arthur and Arcana, specifically about character classes? Mm, more rogue stuff. I know they've gotten a bunch of options right now, but this—the one they had for this this round of Unearthed Arcana—was basically something they released for the fighter and just made it rogue instead the scout so 
it was just a little disappointing because Rogue's one of my favorite classes, even though I haven't played one yet in 5th edition. <laughs> it, it traditionally had been one of my favorite classes. Um, what else? I mean, I think they did a good job overall the last little bit. Uh, Paladin stuff. Paladins are great. I didn't like the Unearthed Arcana ones very much. They were just strange. Conquest and treachery. It was... I, I don't know if it was the flavor and abilities, because the abilities were okay, but it's, the flavor was just strange for them. Yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know. I liked, I liked a lot of it, actually. It's a... It was a good amount of stuff that was like, oh, that's cool. Mostly the rogue stuff, though, because there wasn't really any new things. Yeah, good amount to tide you over. Like, I'm looking at our, that overall list, and um, because it's mixed in from, from different things, I mean, um, Barbarian got three, Bards got four, and some of the Bards ones were a little bit interesting in total. Uh, Cleric got three new domains, three Druid circles. Um, fighters have gotten seven. Yeah. Um, archetypes monk gets two paladin gets two ranger gets three um a b- deep stalker for ranger actually was was a pretty mm-hmm. pretty fun one. i mean that one's appeared twice so i'm sure that one's gonna yes that's yeah. that's getting that in one's somewhere good, yeah. yeah um three rogue which one of them swashbuckler became mm-hmm. uh, came to, to realize there's actually been six sorcerer ones and i, I really find that funny like I'll, I'll sorry let me finish first and f- um Five Warlock and three Wizard Traditions, which one has been basically removed because it was the Artificer Tradition, which came with the, the very first Unearthed Arcana with Eberron. What I find interesting is that Sorcerer's gotten six, Fighter's gotten seven. Now, Fighter is one of the most popular classes. I actually don't think there's much you need to... Like, yes, there's other things you can do, but the three that you have represented are actually pretty good. Like, no one says, no, I don't want to be one of these Fighter classes. I mean, they're, they're all a lot of fun. Um, sorcerer, obviously, we've talked. We talked about this. Is just you need something to flavor the sorcerer. Yeah. You know, yeah, he doesn't have a spell book. But. There's a, there's been a lot of sorcerer ones, but they haven't made it very far. Uh, they haven't made it to anything official. Yeah, except uh, for the, the storm. The one. storm sorcerer, which it, it feels, it just felt like they didn't quite know what they wanted to do. Like I'm pretty sure ranger was the one number one most displeased mm-hmm. class and then sorcerer was number yeah, two i might I, I, I might i would probably agree with that too so just because i like i tr- i just didn't have fun with my sorcerer originally mm-hmm. until this or- earth sorcery yeah on earth arcana one yeah so um it, it so sometimes when i look at it, it it just surprises me you know why you're trying to do so many things with fighter now don't get, get me wrong i mean fighter can is runs the gamut but you cover a lot with that kind of battle master, which is my favorite, um, and Eldritch Knight, which is also like you know I love playing a Gish character. I think I've mentioned that on the show before. Um, yeah, I mean it, it's it, it's interesting to see. Um, it's a little bit sad that they haven't continued and done gone it again, but I think they were trying out a few things there. Um, like I said, this is not a we're not going to go into like massive detail about things. We just mm-hmm. there's a couple of things that obviously we had we had thought up and we thought, oh, this is kind of an interesting option um, to, to talk about. Um, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, like for me personally, I'm, I'm looking forward to playtesting play more, mm-hmm. um, you know, when we have an opportunity to, to do that and just to see, hey, where are they going with this? Because, you know, if you, I think one of the most telling things is looking at, um, so obviously we're not talking about classes here, but when you look at the Azimar, from the DMG 
to the Asmar in the Vogel's Guide. Those are extremely, extremely different, right? And one of the things that we've mentioned before is that races seem almost like a gimme. It's like they don't really make much of a difference after maybe fifth level, some of them where you get certain powers or, or whatnot. They're kind of a gimme. Now you've got something that, yes, it doesn't make much difference after fifth level, but you get a little bit something in there that, that makes a, a slight difference. So do you think we're seeing some of that translated into like class design? Because obviously classes go from 1 to 20. Mm-hmm. Your race only you pick at the first level. I think they're more willing to push boundaries now. It's kind of what they happened in 4th edition with the way they had essentials. After a few years, they did the essentials books which i thought were really good because basically basically let you play within the bounds of fourth edition with a totally different way which is great yeah absolutely well one thing i want to mention is the wizard uh unearthed arcana the lore master yep it was very like this was one of more more contentious ones that i saw uh read about uh Mm -hmm. just because their, their one ability where they can change a save to another type of save is very strong. But a lot of people said, oh, it's too strong. You can't do that and blah, blah, blah. However, I don't know that it's stronger than some of the other specializations, especially Divine. Diviner. Diviner, because <laughs> the that thing is crazy. It's just like, oh, you fail. Oh, you get a crit. Like, it's just that one's crazy. Yeah. Like, I don't think it's better than that. It's like, oh, you can change a save. Well, Big whoop, I just made the big bad fail this save versus banishment or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah but they have legendary resistance anyway, yeah. so it doesn't really matter for, for them. It's just when you want to really hit on this tough guy who's not a, a boss, mm-hmm. then you can you can get it get yeah. it on probably. Yeah, pretty much. Was there anything else? Like, I mean, major things that we wanted to bring up before we... Mm. The only other thing is uh, the druid playtesting a druid, a summoning druid, a circle of the shepherd, I believe it's called. That that spirit, the it's the third edition shaman. Yep. Or shaman, right? So it was called? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Yep. Or fourth edition, sorry, shaman. Yep. That that spirit is really good. The advantage <laughs> the advantage on all ranged attacks to anyone in your spirit's aura is really good. That's because your entire the entire party uses ranged attacks. It's not true. One guy switched to ranged attacks because it was a lot better. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're going to keep playtesting. I think uh, right now we're playtesting um, a document um, at, you guys are fifth level? I yeah, think. we just so, hit fifth. So we'll we'll definitely take a look and we'll definitely see how that's uh, that's working out. Brave Star. <laughs> yes, this character's name is Brave Star. If you don't know what that is, I'll put a link in the show notes. Yeah. YouTube it. Two <laughs> <Yeah>. R's. <laughs> Two R's. Um, I guess just to close off, anything on social media that you've noticed about these, like, um, I uh, obviously I'm on social media. I don't follow a lot of the like I don't follow Reddit or anything like that. So I don't know some of the things that people have been talking about. So I only know what I've seen. I don't know a lot about the personal uh, general opinions. Just some like concerns people had uh, that oh this is broken blah blah. Or they ask they asked the, like Jeremy Crawford or Mike Merles on Twitter about questions, and they and their response is yeah that's great input. You should you should fill it in in the survey yeah. because they're obviously doing certain things just to see what people's reactions are to them because mm-hmm. they, they want to push the boundaries of their design and they want to come up with new ways to play characters and this is a great way to do it and give your input. So fill out those surveys, guys. Yeah. So if you don't know where the surveys are, I mean, just go go onto the wizard site, um, dungeonsdragons.com or dnd.wizards.com. Go check them out. 
tell them what you think. I mean, we didn't get to D&D without like 200,000 testers. I've said that on the mics before. Um, and we're not going to get to the next iteration of rules and, and play. I don't mean sixth edition. I mean, just the next level of play without everybody kind of going on there. So, um, Alex, thanks so much for coming on the mics with me. Um, I hope you had fun. I, I know we've, we talk about a lot of stuff offline. Well, I've never done it before, but it has been fun. <laughs> I might do it again. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, we're hoping to get some, int- some, some more insights and, uh, like I said, a lot of things that, that I talk I'll talk about, Mike, I, I do talk with you about as well. So um, anyways, everybody, thank you for listening. Just a quick thing. Uh, Advantage to Insight is a misdirected mark production, the media arm of Encode Design. Alex, thanks so much for coming on, on board. And uh, I guess we'll talk soon. You're welcome, and thank you. Have a great night. <laughs>